It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last just... Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and it is a pleasure to have you join us today in our conversation about emotional eating. You know, people talk about being an emotional eater, and books are written about emotional eating. If you believe you're an emotional eater, have you ever wondered, how did I become an emotional eater? What cause, and what is the cause? Well, we're going to look at the causes and perhaps open up some new thoughts about emotional eating. So here's something. Did you know that North Americans eat more low-fat and low-calorie foods than in any other part of the world, and yet we have the highest rates of obesity? So do you think there may be a connection to low-fat and low-calorie eating and emotional eating? Our co-host sitting right across from me, actually she's standing, (laughs) is Wendy Cates Dancer. And so are you today. That's amazing. (laughs) Wendy is a registered nurse, a nutrition counselor. She teaches our weight and wellness classes in White Bear, and she's always fun to have on the show. Thanks. It's always fun to be here. (laughs) And I think this is just great. And again, I want to thank everyone for listening today, too, because um, this is such an important topic. And as Dara, you know, as... This has changed my life, you know, because uh-huh. I was an emotional eater. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> so I love this topic, you know, because we address emotional eating from a biochemical cause. New thought. Yes, it is. It is not just a bad habit or stuffing your feelings. Exactly. On the other hand, uh, this uh, emotion, the emotional compulsive Eating is really rooted in a biochemical cause, and that's what we're going to look at, at today. Compulsive eating is, so I want you to hear this. I, should I repeat it twice? Yeah. Compulsive eating is biochemical, not emotional. I'm going to say that again. Compulsive eating is biochemical, not emotional. In reality, emotions are the result of a biochemical reaction in the body or the brain. So everybody's guilt just went away. Great. Great. And I always it's, tell people when I start class or I start a consultation is it's not your fault. Yes. Because there's so much embarrassment and shame and all of that around this, what people call emotional eating. But when we can actually get underneath that, what's the cause? So it's the cause. It does it? feel emotional, but underneath is a biochemical reaction. Yes. So, you know, these are some of the things that we hear all the time as we're working with people. And so do any of these thoughts sound familiar to you? Can you possibly identify? Here's something we hear all the time. If I could just lose weight, I'd be happy. Of course you would. (laughs) So I think right now this is a common theme running through people's brains these days. You know, and of course, as a society, we have been taught to diet, 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 diet. Low calories, low fat. So we try the low calorie, low fat, but then it backfires. It does. After a few hours of starvation, 
we actually have low blood sugar and suffer from out-of-control eating. So, Dar, as you know this story very well, um, before I came to see you, I was not eating breakfast. Mm -hmm. Because when I did eat breakfast, I was hungry all day long. Mm -hmm. And... Then I would, I mean, I did Weight Watchers. I, you know, I've totally lost count how many times I did Weight Watchers, peel a pound soup, um, the Mayo Clinic diet. By the way, the Mayo Clinic does not uh, own. It's not really true. Yeah, this isn't our diet. (laughs) Uh, It didn't come from here. Uh, But I did all of these things, total starvation. I mean, I did my first diet when I was 12 by eating nothing. I mean, I ate nothing. Yeah. Wow. Drank water. Mm-hmm. Ate nothing for weeks, oh. and so uh, I really trashed I mean, that, my metabolism. You know, when, but I, when when you say that, Wendy, I just think abuse. Yeah, I mean, that's abusive. It is, isn't it? For a twelve-year-old, yeah. You just think about that, yeah. And then and we have a in, you know, I mean, we hear stories where we know that uh, people are encouraging other people to do that. Exactly. Sad. Well, and back then, I was born in 1950, but I have sat down with many clients whose mothers actually took them to the doc, little girls, you know, yeah. like my age, yes. took them to the doctors and they were getting, I don't know what these shots were, but the doctors were giving shots and handing out these, um, I'm sure they were amphetamines, you know, so that sure. these young exactly. girls, it's like we get crazy. Mm-hmm. And and it's no wonder we attach that to our emotions, isn't it? Yes, it is. But what would what would happen to me then? And then I would have my uh, skinny salad with that spray on dressing. <laughs> yes. Do they still make that stuff anymore? <laughs> and then in the afternoon, my energy would absolutely crash. I want to crawl under my desk. Yes. So then I go down and get a diet coke. Mm-hmm. Give me a little pickup, you know, the caffeine yes. in there. And then the next day I'd get a Diet Coke, and by the third day I was getting a Diet Coke and a Snickers bar. And then my sugar cravings were just outrageous. Plus, when I would get home from that long day, there I was at the refrigerator. I mean, when you've starved yourself that much, it's like you can't get enough to eat. Exactly. You know, and so I'd go from, oh, I need sugar, you know, so I'd get cookies. And then it's like, oh, no, 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 that wasn't it. I need salt. So I'd go to the chips. chips. I mean, it was nothing good in there, <laughs> but you just keep eating. And then you'd never were. It was horrible. It was a horrible way to live. And it did feel emotional. Right. Yes. And it got emotional. It absolutely. Got emotional. It's like I made myself crazy. So, you know, we know, we agree, many people, actually 67% of the population today needs to lose weight. But but doing this low-fat, low-calorie, fad type of dieting is not the answer. You know, as a nutritionist, we refer to that kind of weight loss plan as just starvation, which in the long run sets you up to have a slower metabolism. But, this is the but, but it also leads you to binge and compulsive eating. And many people call it emotional eating, but it's just low blood sugar, you know, and that's what you were experiencing, wasn't it? Just exactly. low blood exactly. sugar. Exactly. You know, remember when we talked about this on the show before, but Dr. Daniel Amen in his book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, he describes what happens in the brain when you have low blood sugar. He explains low blood sugar leads to low blood flow to the brain, which leads to poor decision making. 
And so then what happens? You binge on 20 crackers and cheese, and you follow that up with a quart of ice cream and then a bag of chips and then some Oreos. All this has nothing to do with your emotions, but it has everything to do with low blood sugar. Right. Exactly. And this is why I love teaching our weight and wellness series, because you see light bulbs go off. Mm -hmm. You know, people that, you know, and and it's like when you say it's not your fault, it's like, what do you mean it's not? You know, because, again, we've gotten this. Right. So attached to our brain because because it affects our brain, like you said, when we starve and our blood sugar drops and all that. And so when we spend two hours talking about blood sugar and the importance of managing that and what happens. And, you know, I just remember this, this, she was 76 years old Mm -hmm. and she said she was, she was too embarrassed to talk in class. Again, that whole embarrassment around eating, right? Because that's what she would do. This compulsive eating. She had been on every diet there is. And she said to me after class and she had lost 12 pounds Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. But she said to me, this was my last ditch effort. If this didn't work, she was I'm up. done. <laughs> and she couldn't believe that these principles that we teach in class, balancing your blood sugar, eating real food, eating cream. She was so excited she could have butter and cream because she, she used that spray dressing too. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but she was, she felt better than she had in years Uh, She was losing weight. I mean, it's just amazing. So I would just really encourage everyone out there, if you have a compulsive eating or even any questions about nutrition, because that's the other thing. People fool themselves. Talk about our brains. You know, we're so inundated with low fat, low fat, low fat. Everybody thinks they know how to eat. Oh, they do. But they don't. And everybody believes that they're nutritionists, don't they? I mean, it's so... (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we have these lovely weight and wellness classes. We have them all over the metro area. We have uh, in our St. Paul office, our Wyzetta office, our new Lakeville office, if anybody lives down there. Um, That was a real Minnesotan thing to say, wasn't it, down there? (laughs) Uh, Cambridge, up there, (laughs) Chanhassen, over there, and then Woodbury, Maple Grove, White Bear Lake, and and Edina. Yeah, and you you know, I just want to mention Chanhassen again. Because all the people out in Chaska, Chan Hassan, that's we have a great teacher. Mary's oh, a great, Mary Haugie is fabulous. A, yes. I mean, we have so many great teachers, but we do. Just sign up. And the great news is, if you you get all this information and this support and coaching uh, for two hundred and twenty five dollars uh, for six two hour classes, and if you sign up with a, a friend. You actually each save $25. And you know what, Wendy? I just had saw some research. Why is it important? You know, there was research that was reported just recently, and it was from the University of Minnesota, and they found that obesity raises postmenopausal women's uh, colon cancer risk by 45%. So there, so we have a lot of health consequences to being overweight, don't yes, we? Yes, that's right. So, so time for a break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to share some important information about a supplement called L-glutamine. Glutamine is a nutrient with an impressive range of health benefits. It is an excellent brain nutrient that helps keep mental energy up and down and cravings down. 
energy up and cravings down. Yep, that's better. Glutamine <laughs> is very effective in reducing cravings to both alcohol and sugar. This is a nutrient that could be key in reducing your emotional eating. Questions about compulsive eating today, please give us a call and join our conversation at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, uh, Wendy was talking about glutamine, and she was sharing some information about how it helps to reduce cravings for both sugar and alcohol. And it really goes in and starts to heal the intestinal tract. But glutamine is also essential supplement for people that have cancer because it supports their immune function. And honestly, it protects against radiation, Mm -hmm. chemo, surgery. And it actually enhances the effectiveness of the chemotherapy medications for people. And it helps to protect, 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 I'll get that word out, uh, people from infections when they are going through cancer treatment mm-hmm. and 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 especially when they're going through bone marrow transplant. So exactly. serious stuff. So glutamine is amazing supplement. And you yes, can it is. you can take it I mean, you know, some people take um, anywhere from three to fourteen teaspoons of glutamine a day. We often do it in capsules and because you can do it in powder or capsules and we often do it in capsules, and often we do two before every meal, mm-hmm. uh, or a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon before every meal. Um, I I have never used fourteen teaspoons for people, but it's a possibility. That's what the research shows. So that's really something. Yes, it is. And while we're on break, we had the call, Dar, of somebody that uses glutamine, and they, it didn't dissolve. The powder didn't dissolve. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that problem sometimes too, but what I do is I just put a little more water in it. Sometimes lukewarm water works better okay. uh, than cold water to sure. do it that way. Or certainly an option would be to take the capsules also. Right. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to mention because we I talked a about. little while ago about these wonderful weight and wellness classes. Well, how in how, where do you go to sign up for them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can go to our website, weightandwellness.com, and, you know, look up the classes there. You can also call our office at 651-699-3438. And they'll and, sign you and up. They'll, yep, exactly. And, Wendy, you are teaching, I think, two of those? I'm teaching uh, uh, White Bear, yep, on Thursday evening and Friday morning. So love to see you up there. Yep, so a lot of the... You know, there are people that are not working on Friday mornings that can come and take that class. And they're all, that's always kind of a fun group, isn't it? It's a great, yeah, it's a great group. Yes. It's always fun. So let's get back to thoughts. You know, you may have heard about eating. And this is one that we have heard um, from many women. I'm in charge of everything in my life, but my eating. Absolutely. You know, I have a great job. My kids and my husband are wonderful. I have time to exercise. I have good friends, but I just can't control my eating. And I feel ashamed. I feel guilty and ashamed. And once I start eating sugar, I just can't stop. I always am over at the candy bowl at work, sneaking an M&M or chocolate kisses. So does this sound familiar to anyone that's listening? Oh, my gosh, this is just bringing up old stuff for me, Dar, because if there was a candy bowl anywhere at work, 
Mm-hmm. I knew exactly where it was. And if I was, tr- if I was putting my hand in there, mm-hmm. you know, I would just want more. And if I wasn't putting my hand in there, I was just thinking about it all day. It was just such a struggle for me, this whole craving thing, until I came to see you in 2003. And then it just you know? went away. Well, not exactly, but the, I, mean, the, I mean, the cravings were gone, yeah, yes. but I had to do a lot of things. Oh, yes. To, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, looking at you is great, but it doesn't make your cravings go away. You got to do the work, Dar. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there may be many biochemical causes to this type of eating, and that's what I found out when I came to see Dar. But I think as a society, women have been taught they should, that they should not eat. Yes. Or if they do it, that it should be very small portions. Now, I don't know why in the world, like you just said, not eating at all at 12 is abusive. I have no idea why I decided to do that. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why my mother didn't say What anything. are you doing? I know. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh. But in so in Back to Reality... Mm-hmm. reality, women need four ounces of protein at least twice a day to keep their body and brain biochemically balanced and their metabolism working. And that is researched information from several university research studies. Not just one, but several. Several, exactly. And so, and we know that when we eat protein in this amount, it increases our metabolism by 60% for four to five hours after we eat it. So let's keep our brain balanced and let's keep our metabolism working by actually eating. And this is what we teach people in our weight and wellness classes. So I challenge you, our listeners out there, you know, weigh a a chicken breast after it's cooked. Four ounces, that's what you need. And check yourself, are you eating enough protein? And probably when I do that personally, I lay out what I think is going to be four ounces and I weigh it and it's always three. So for Is that right? Yes. So I know for myself that for a long time, I personally wasn't eating enough protein to, and I thought I was, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't weighing it. But as soon as I started really weighing it and seeing what four ounces looked like, it made a difference. My long-term energy and my metabolism worked much better when I did that. Exactly. So your out-of-control eating may simply be a lack of protein. Yes. So looking at now when you think about this, or your lack uh, lack of control may be the result of what food manufacturers have done to our food. Oh, no. Yes. If you think about it, Processed foods don't come from nature. They come from factories. They do. You know, Jillian Michaels, in her book, Mastering Metabolism, said it very nicely. The more productive these factories, these food factories can be, the more money their corporations make. The less corporations spend on cheap raw materials, the higher the profit margin. So it's like follow the dollars. Put pennies in take dollars out. It seems to be the American way. You know, many people in in this 21st century, their diet is composed primarily of corn, soy, and wheat. And these crops have all gotten government money, and so they become a very inexpensive 
food for raw materials for the for the food manufacturers. And we know this because our mm-hmm. corn growers get a lot of extra money from the government. And when you think you're eating a piece of lunch meat or a bowl of soup or a glass of juice, you may be really eating hydrolyzed soy protein. That's your burger. And you may be doing partially hydrogenated corn oil, and that's probably in, you know, that could be in your soup. It could be in your burger. And you're eating high fructose corn syrup, which is in your juice often. Just look at it. It's got high fructose corn syrup usually. And then they throw All in natural, little, it'll say on the label. Oh, yes. And then they throw in a little extra salt. So these are all manufactured. It's not the same for your cells as eating some grass-fed beef, some organic broccoli, and a pesticide-free apple. Your cells don't know what to do with all this manufactured food that our companies are putting out. Exactly. And all, and we have no idea what all of these... I mean, they have... You know, you look at uh, Chicken McNuggets, for instance. Mm-hmm. 40 ingredients, many of them that you can't even pronounce. And a little bit of chicken. And a little... <laughs> there is some chicken in there, yes. But, you know, the last ingredient, this is what just astounded me. It's a, I can't even pronounce the chemical name. It's, you know way long, but behind in parentheses, it says anti-foaming agent. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what's in there that makes them foam. <laughs> but isn't this, you know, we look at this, we have no idea what these chemicals are doing to our body. We do know what real food does to our body. So I encourage you all out there to get back to real food. And this is what we teach in our class. As but- silly as it sounds, we have to look at What's real food and what's man-made or processed food? And we know that those chicken nuggets, big word, partially hydrogenated fat in there, plus all the chemicals. And so it's basically a lot of fat and fillers and very little protein. And I think if I remember right, about 500 calories. Yeah. For a little... For maybe four or five or six of yes, them. Not exactly. very many. That's right. Doesn't fill you up, that's no. for sure. So, wow, it's time for another break already. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, and we are discussing discussing emotional eating. If you are one of the 67% of people needing and wanting to lose weight, let me recommend a series of classes to, for you. It's called Nutrition for Weight Loss. Yes, I said Nutrition for weight loss. You will lose weight, but you will get healthier as the pounds and the inches drop off. When you come back when we come back from break, we will share more information about this program that starts the week of September 20th and goes to the uh, goes through December 13th. If you have questions about what it is and how it works, give us a call at 651-641-1071 or call our office at 651-699-3438. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Wendy Kate Stancer, a registered nurse and a nutrition counselor. So we were, Wendy was talking a little bit about our series called Nutrition for Weight Loss. So let me explain what this Nutrition for Weight Loss plan is all about. It meets for 12 weeks, and it's one hour a week, and the series focuses on two important weight loss factors. Cravings, 
and metabolism. And each class addresses either the cause of cravings or the factors that are slowing down your metabolism. And then we give you solutions to these issues. And so also, we, we, you will actually receive two one-hour individual counseling sessions during the 12 weeks so that we can ensure and you can ensure that you're going to experience success. So now it's, it, I can tell you what it is not. It is not a low calorie no. or a low fat diet. No. But people lose weight and they lose inches and they feel great doing it. They have wonderful energy. They have a sense of well-being. Um, and just, they feel just great. And it's doable. I mean, it isn't like you, you know, it's real food. It's just doable. And we have five different locations. And we have both evening classes. We have a Saturday, we have two Saturday morning classes. One in Wayzata, and now we opened one in St. Paul because people are asking for it. So we have a Saturday, two Saturday classes, but we have them in Wayzata. We have a class in Anoka. We have class in White Bear Lake. We have a class in Lakeville. And so if you want more information, just go to weightandwellness.com or you can call. I think Amy's on the phone this morning, 651-699-3438. And we'd be happy to answer any questions. I mean, we actually had some people that wanted to come in and look at our manual that we're sharing with people. And that's fine. I mean, we have we we have no secrets. I mean, we just want people to uh, get healthy and and be healthy and have fun doing it. Yeah, exactly. Our te- and, oh, that's the other thing. The teachers are great. They people have fun. Of course, fun. they are. They yes, they are. Of course, they're great. <laughs> well, the other thing that that uh, you know. Uh, that's happening in White Bear when people come in. It's they're they're really excited that this is twelve weeks. Yes, and that it's only one hour. Uh, you know, in the in the evening, Thursday evening or Friday. No, it's Tuesday evening, isn't it? Yes. Or Friday morning. That's it's only an hour. They can come in and get their information. Go out and do what they need to do. Come back the next week for support and everything. And and over twelve weeks, that gives people enough time to. Uh, to really develop healthy habits yep. and healthy eating. You know, Wendy, as we've been talking about one of the things with emotional eating, compulsive eating, because a lot of people are struggling with that. And we, so we kind of looked at what we put together for what we were talking about. And so the obvious one, and we do talk about that in both our classes, a weight and wellness class and nutrition for weight loss, is we got to balance the blood sugar. So we teach people how to eat with balanced blood sugar and it isn't, it's just magical. So if people eat a little bit of protein, they eat some carbohydrate like, you know, some vegetables are really carbohydrates. And then some healthy fat really? like almonds. Potatoes? Yes. That's carbohydrates. French fries, my favorite vegetable? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, that's not mine. I'm just yes, talking for someone out there that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> but that balances people's blood sugar. And then we start teach people how to get off of this processed foods because we realize that processed foods um, biochemically react differently in our body and it sets us up for cravings and compulsive eating. Yeah, and, and we once... have no idea what these chemicals are saying to our brain. That's right. We? we know that, you know, in some cases we're getting very sick from many of these chemicals, 
right? I mean, we have allergies that uh, we never had before. It's just interesting and amazing. And the thing that always amazes me uh, is, you know, being a nurse since 1970, mm-hmm. um, is the power of real food to heal. Right. It doesn't matter what I'm sitting, who I'm sitting down with whether they have rheumatoid arthritis or compulsive eating or a brain that doesn't work, you know, depression or Parkinson's or or Alzheimer's or Mm -hmm. autism or, you know, simply, uh, or, you know, I taught the menopause class this week and I'm going to teach it again. One Mm -hmm. of my favorite classes where you have lots of symptoms coming in from everywhere. It seems like, and if you can balance that blood sugar, you can balance everything. You can balance your thyroid. You can balance your adrenals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can balance yes. all your other hormones. Right. I mean, it's just amazing. It can increase your energy. Well, and how long does this take? Sometimes just a few days or a few weeks. You know, we know that in that six, you know, we had a call, mm-hmm. uh, a caller that said, well, how long does it take these vitamins to work? And, uh, you know, vitamins can work almost instantly. If some vitamins can. Some can, like B, you know, sublingual B vitamins. Mm-hmm. You can feel energy right away. Mm-hmm. But if we get this real food in there, that's where we really need to get in the vegetables. I think that I... Our vitamins <clears throat> and minerals. I don't know if you've noticed this, Wendy, but I've noticed that with pe- if people will start eating several times a day in balance, well, just what I talked about before, a little bit of protein, some vegetables, and some good fat... And if they start eating that way, that within a matter of, say, four or five days, they are going to start feeling better. And it's just real food. You know, it is. And it depends on how awful people are eating. Or Sometimes they will feel worse for a couple of days yes. as they're detoxing. But right. Coming but off it's sugar, like, off of pop and exactly, all those things. Exactly. Yes. So if you have questions about eating healthy or stopping compulsive eating, give us a call at 651 641 1071. We'd love for you to join our conversation. So processed foods do affect our brain differently than real food. No wonder we think we eat emotionally. Foods high in fat like corn oil and sugar, high fructose corn syrup, makes your brain release a chemical similar to morphine. I said morphine. Mm-hmm. An Oreo cookie is about 60% sugar and bad fats, and it causes your brain to become addicted to the release of this morphine-like chemical. So again, biochemical reaction. It is this release of morphine from eating this sugar is very similar. It's a very similar biochemical experience uh, to what a drug addict feels when they do uh, Crack cocaine. Or any other kind or of Or any of those other yeah. very severely addicting, addicting drugs. Yep. So this biochemical response goes even further when you, you know, it even goes to when you see the candy bowl at work or you see those Oreos in your desk drawer or the fat and you go buy the fast food drive through when you go on your way home. The brain chemical, which is really dopamine, is released into the area of the brain and it's linked to your your cravings and your reward system. And so chemically dependent people tend to have fewer dopamine receptors. So and? do obese people. They have fewer dopamine receptors. And this is what research shows. 
So scientists are not sure if the dopamine receptors get worn out because people are eating too many, too much sugar and they just get worn out, mm-hmm. or if some people are actually born with less. I know I was born with less. Okay. I, I, I'm sure okay. that I was. Okay. Absolutely sure. So you have to work harder. Yeah, I do. But that's why I work for you, Dar. <laughs> so I can stay on the program. So it's time for uh, another break again already. Gosh, those come up fast. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Everyone at Nutritional Weight and Wellness wants to send out a happy birthday wish to Barb Bredesen. Barb, I hope you're listening, Barb. Barb was the very first nutritional educator at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a woman with beautiful spirit and a wealth of knowledge. If you are ever lucky enough to take a class from Barb, you won't leave early because she has so much to share. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Barb. Barb. Join Colleen and GR for the Alzheimer's Association Memory Walk on Saturday, September 25th at Highland Park in Bloomington. There are plenty of kid-friendly free activities, entertainment, and you'll also enjoy the best fresh fruit in town, courtesy of Coburn's Delivers. You can get all the details and join Team Colleen and GR2 at mytalk1071.com, keyword memory. Who knew talk about entertainment could be so entertaining? I mean, other than everyone. My Talk 1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you missed last week's show on autism and want to see Dr. Stacy McCary in person, you have an opportunity Friday night at a public seminar that she's speaking at, and the fee is only $10. And to register, call Sue at 800-444-9998. And to hear last week's show, just go to weightandwellness.com and click on radio show. Or you can check us out on iTunes. And it's really good information about the food connection to autism. And I thought that Dr. McCurry did a great job on the show last week. I haven't listened to it yet. I've got okay. to listen to it. So, And that will be the 17th. Right. The 17th. Friday mm-hmm. the 17th. Mm-hmm. So, and we also want to tell people on, on September 20th, Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering nutrition for young adults at the White Bear office. Uh, this has been a very popular class this fall, and we want to get our kids healthy, don't we? We do. Absolutely. Yes. So, should we take a call, Dar? Okay. Sounds good to me. The lines are full. Okay. Uh, Rita. Hello. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. To- Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Did you have a question? Yeah, I um, do. I I think I do everything pretty well nutritionally. I'm trying to lose about 10 pounds, but I was also um, starting to have a lot of hot flashes. So I read um, Dr. Northrup's book on menopause, and she had recommended a certain type of soy protein. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, that's great because I don't think I get enough protein. So I've been doing these soy shakes, and they're the the soy is um, non-genetically modified. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this um, soy protein shakes, but they're Dr. Tabor's. And they have 20 grams of protein per serving. Um, but, they are, but I'm feeling like sometimes I'm swollen. My, my rings yes. aren't. Um, you know, the thing is, what we have found is, and we really don't recommend soy at all, even non, you know, the non, 
uh, modified, genetically modified soy because people tend to react to it and what you're experiencing. And, you know, a lot of the research shows that it is estrogenic. And so then when you look at that, and most me- women going into menopause, or most women these days, or lots of people, not even just women, have excess amounts of estrogen in their body from all the environmental estrogens and all the hormones that we're getting from meat and other places. And so we find that it's better to use a whey protein. And if you're going to do a whey, you know, do a whey shake, and that is going to increase your metabolism. And most people are not sensitive to that. And so that's, you know, that's our opinion. And I think, I don't know if Dr. Northrup is still recommending that type of a shake in her newest books, because I think possibly she has uh, kept up with the research, which is... Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I know she did in her older book, uh, Wisdom, Wisdom, or what, you know, know, but I, you know, because she has... That's been in, she's updated that book recently. Okay. Um, what about the hot flashes? Because it did seem to help with the hot flashes. Well, again, you know, everyone's, you answer, Wendy. Well, I, you know, I, yeah, I, I understand the hot flashes. But again, if you, if you balance your blood sugar, that is the first uh, line, uh, Rita, to get our hormones balanced. So eat in balance, balance your blood sugar, maybe sure you have fat at every meal and snack. And get that blood sugar balance. That's key. And then we might need to add maybe some magnesium, which helps balance our blood sugar. Uh, we love natural progesterone cream. Okay. Because usually uh, we lose a lot more progesterone than estrogen. And these two hormones were always meant to be in balance. So a little progesterone cream. Well, you know, so I give it a try. Drink plenty of water. Yeah. Get plen- I, well, and that's... I. I'm a, I'm a nurse as well, and I do a lot of education on nutrition also. Uh-huh. And so I'm co- constantly harping on people about their water. And Good. Good. All just plain water. I have started the uh, magnesium glycinate. I, can only see, I only seem to tolerate about 200 milligrams. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've just recently started on the vitamin D. Great. The vitamin Good. D level Great. is a little bit lower. But once I stopped using the shakes for a while, for probably three weeks, and the hot flashes seemed to come back, so maybe it's the progesterone that yes. I... Yeah, try some progesterone, and then we have wonderful slup- supplements at the office, uh, Estrovera, which is just a rhubarb uh, uh, derivative of the, of the rhubarb plant. That really helps people. Uh, sometimes we need to put people on estrofactors. We have lots of things up our sleeves, so okay. keep working on it and come into the office. Well, I'm signed up for the Nutritional Weight and Wellness. That was, I Perfect. signed up for that before I knew about the weight loss one, so. Okay. Sounds good It's a us. great class. You'll, you'll be well taken care of, Rita. Thank All right. You. Thanks so Thank, much. Thanks for calling. Right. Okay, great. So we'll take another caller. Okay. Maureen? Yeah. Good morning. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Oh, hi. Oh, I didn't know I'd be on right away. Um, my question is, um, I really like the way that you're talking about diet and nutrition, and I love the foods that I get to eat, but I I'm, I so easily go over the edge and eat too much, uh-huh. and sometimes I don't feel like it's really a craving. It's just kind of like... Well, then that's, that's a perfect sign of low blood sugar. <laughs> really? Yes. So you probably are not eating enough 
Uh, and and are you eating in balance, and are are you always eating fat with that in balance? I mean, are you doing your quarter of a cup of almonds, or you know, are you doing olives, or are you doing avocados? Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like I'm always doing it. It gets out of balance easily. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my questions. Was you talked about the protein? Did you say? Eight ounces a day for women? Well, four. At least. That's minimum. That's minimum. Four ounces twice a day. Don't eat eight ounces all at once. Right. But you you still need some for breakfast and you still need some for your snacks. Right. So most people eat probably about 14 ounces. A day? Yeah. Okay. And how about the other, the fat and the carbs? Like what what are the amounts for those? Usually people eat about 100 grams of carbohydrates, mainly vegetables and some fruit. And then probably about a tablespoon of fat per meal and snack, or what converts into a tablespoon. But you want to be eating every two and a half to three hours, Maureen, in balance, a little bit of protein, um, you know, a couple ounces of protein, um, you know, less fruit. A lot of people eat too much fruit, like a half a cup of fruit, and then always a tablespoon of fat. Okay. Every meal and every snack? Yep. And try that. And, you know, sign up for the class. We teach you very well how to eat and you get to practice over six weeks or but you know when when you feel that out of control and overeating that's that's a perfect it's an imbalance that's definitely a, that's that's usually a blood sugar problem okay and then you know i wanted to just ask you is popcorn an okay food to eat for most people no no okay. and you think in terms of what well, you know because it turns into a lot of sugar and it raises your blood sugar very fast and so most people go to bed after they've eaten popcorn and they actually gain weight and inflammation through the night. Oh. And, you know, we feed our pigs corn to fatten them up, and that's exactly what por- popcorn does. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Maureen. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good. Uh, we're going to take one more call. Okay. Karen? Okay. Hello. Hi, Karen. Hello, Karen. Welcome to the show. So turn off your radio, please. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yes. Yes, my question is in regard to vitamin D. Um, I just got my report back from my doctor, and I'm actually at a 31 range out of a 30 to 100 range. Well, the ranges have been updated. The okay. range should be, that should say 55 to 100. So at 31, you still need to take uh, some vitamin D supplementation. You're very low, actually. Yeah. Yes, and now I am taking a supplement that gives me uh, 2,500 IUs, but I've only been on that two weeks before I did this blood test. Okay. Well, so I, it, How long does it take to get in the system? Oh, it's going to take you probably th- up to three months to bring that up. So you might actually double that um, okay. and take 5,000 then. Okay, I'll double that. And then is that just for a period of time and then I back off? Well, no, then no, you, go, you back probably, and ha- then yeah. go back and get rechecked. Okay. And see how you're doing. Okay. And what is vitamin uh, D? Oh, what and D- we have to go. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, Karen, but thanks for calling. Uh-huh. Yep. Bye-bye. So we want you to remember with compulsive eating that, you know, food can be the problem or, or it can be the solution. And we believe it's a solution. Absolutely. Have a great week. Life, I love you, all is groovy.